What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Kicks and Picks Podcast. Nick and Scotty here for our favorite time of the year, the Champions League. It is the Champions League quarterfinals kicking off this week, Tuesday, April 11th. So uh, we have already done a, a futures preview. So if you guys haven't had a chance to listen to that, check it out. We'll give you our, our thoughts and our best bets on the futures market. Um, today, we're going to break down the actual matchup. So Scotty, eagerly anticipating this one. How are you feeling? I mean, we set ourselves a pretty high bar last year. I think we capped yeah. from a quarterfinals on. We capped the Champions League pretty much spot on. I think we made a decent amount of money to... No doubt Ended up having Real Madrid as our future at plus 1200. I think it was when we, when we picked him in the quarterfinals and that turned out pretty well for us. So we have, you know, a pretty, pretty tall precedent set, but I think we're ready to achieve it. We've been doing pretty well in terms of capping the leagues picks haven't quite fallen exactly our way in every scenario, but again, champions league, I think it's, there's a little bit less, space for the crazy to happen at this stage than maybe previous stages. So I, I think what we think is going to happen will will likely come true. Yeah. And I think um, we're, we're fortunate enough, you know, we, every week we handicap England and Italy, uh, you know, um, to see some of these other teams, like we, we've got enough sample size, right. To, to kind of know what's going on. Uh, league form is out there. We've seen them in the champions league and the, the fact that whoever's made it to the quarterfinals, we, we, we kind of have a little bit of a book on them. So, Feeling good. Yeah, it's true. We watch five of these eight squads weekly. So, um, and then obviously a decent amount of Madrid and Bayern thrown in there as well, just because they're usually playing a, a pretty significant matchup in Europe. No doubt. So let's jump right in. Tuesday, Tuesday's games. Uh, let's start off. Man City is home to Bayern Munich. Um, I was a little shocked when I saw these odds. I'm going to lay them out for you. Would love to get your thoughts. City is a big, 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 big favorite here at home. Minus 135, Bayern plus 340, draw plus 310. Um, what do you think that comes down? I mean, uh, tell me, tell me what you think. <laughs> well, it's it's an it's very interesting because obviously with Bayern being this heavy of an underdog, there's lots of interest in trying to find something that kind of fits your your appetite, I guess, in terms of risk. So do you take a money line? Do you take a draw no bet? Maybe even take them double chance. I think double chance. Uh, there's plus one hundred five. Yes. So that's depending on your tolerance for risk. There's something in there that you should like. What I'm trying to figure out is, you know, the two advanced number. They're plus one fifty five. I don't see a way of Bayern getting through this with if they they lose significantly to City. Um, so to me, I. I if I'm going that route, I would. I don't know. If I'd take Byron to advance plus one fifty five. I definitely would go draw no bet at plus two thirty because I think that's kind of what would signify them moving on in in, in this round. Is there a small chance that maybe City gets a a two one win here or something to that extent where it's a small margin that then Byron can overturn when they they go back to uh, Munich in the second leg? Maybe, but it it seems unlikely. Um, this feels more like a game where. Pep maybe overthinks things a little bit like he has wants to do in the past in Champions League. Um, maybe he tries out a, a lineup or a player that hasn't played in, in the league right lately. Like, you know, someone like Grealish who's been on fire in the league for the last month, month and a half. Maybe he gets put to the bench and he tries to bring in Julian Alvarez and, and, and Erling Holland to try to pair up top and, and switch around the formation. I don't know. Um, so I, I am going to be putting money on Bayern here. I think my 
preference is a draw no bet at plus 230, just because I could see Bayern coming in and having a nice shock win, you know, to, at Manchester to kind of really uh, kick the Champions League off, uh, quarterfinals off for us. Um, but I don't know. Do you think that's that's too risky? Do you think the double chance is maybe no. the better bet here? Yeah, so that, that's kind of where I was leaning. I think, um, you know, what we should talk about, right? Bayern obviously shockingly fired Nagelsmann a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago at this point. I don't even know if it's a month. Um, so definitely mixed results since then, but they've certainly looked aside to this point, right? Squad's the same, obviously. They, they've looked aside up until this point in the Champions League. Um, I just, I, I'm a little shocked that there's, a, you know, $4 difference in, in money line numbers here, right? Uh it definitely threw me off. I think that Bayern are going to come in knowing that they really need to keep this game close. Um, you know, like you said, two, one, one, nothing, probably the worst that they'll want to be able to do to have a, a chance to pull through here, but there's nothing that says they can't do it. And, you know, city, obviously we know a lot about them and, and Holland has been absolutely phenomenal and he's no stranger to this Bayern team. I think that might play into it a little bit as well. Yep. It's a good point, but, but, um, I don't see how you don't take it at least a double chance at plus one Oh five here. That was the, the very first number that jumped out to me. Um, I, I think Bayern obviously on any given match day could win this and, um, you know, why, why wouldn't you put your money there? Yeah. You, you mentioned something that's interesting. Nagelsmann out, right. A little bit of a eyebrow raising move at the time they bring in Thomas Tuchel, who, one champions league with a much less talented Chelsea squad two seasons ago, right? Yeah. Two seasons ago. Yeah. Um, so it, there is something to be said there where, where they might actually be a little bit more better positioned, maybe for the champions league run than they would have been under Nagelsmann. Um, but you know, inconsistency there, you know, it, it's tough to say like just from their previous games, I'm not sure that, that the total here is set at pretty, you know, at, at the over two and a half is minus minus one fifty five. So it's, there's going to be goals expected here. Our read on, on Bayern historically has been, they generate a lot of their offense from their wings and their midfield. Chupa Boating has been solid um, yeah. this season. No, no doubt about it, but obviously it's tough to fill someone like Robert Lewandowski's shoes. Yeah. And I think there's still that absence that is, 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 is being felt. Um, then on the flip side, like you said, they have Holland, they have Alvarez, you know, city are going to have that, number nine that true striker that can get two or three goals in a match to kind of turn the, the tables um so it it's interesting I, I i want to believe in tuchel here just because he does have that history that track record i just don't know that if this is going to be a high scoring affair if Bayern really have the firepower to really keep up so to me if, if Bayern are getting a win in this one it's a 2-1 2-0 type win um it's not going to be like a 3-2 shootout type type victory for them yeah i agree and i think um part of it comes down to champions league experience right and we we obviously we know pep has that as well um but he hasn't gotten the results yet with city city as a team haven't gotten that result yet um it's it's tough for me at this stage to bet against Bayern. i I really think that's where i'm at um you know could city come out and conceivably win this game two three nothing of course they could they can do that to any team on any given match day but until I see them do it, I, I can't put my money there. And, yeah. and that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. So I think we're kind of on the same page here. I think depending on your tolerance for risk, 
we're looking at either the draw no bet for Bayern at plus 230 or a little bit less risky. You're going to take Bayern at plus half a goal or double chance. It's around even money, plus 105 we're seeing right now. Um, totals, do you do you see this being uh, over two and a half? I mean, it's it's a it's a heavy number, it, minus 155. Yeah, it's, it's, it, I think we nailed it, right? If Bayern has their way, it's not going to be. Um, so that, that under three and a half is ridiculous at minus 195 under two and a half is plus 125 it totals have been very very tricky so far in the champions league i feel like we've seen less goals than we're accustomed to we've seen the occasional five six seven nothing victory in the group stages and i think in the early knockout stages but um the heavyweights haven't been doing that right we're talking about games that involve uh psg games that have involved Bayern for the most part um it's tough for me in leg one where you know Bayern's going to be as compact as they can possibly try to be. City might try to feel them out. I don't know that I would necessarily bet on goals unless that number comes down an awful lot. Yeah, I think that's fair. So uh, maybe we'll just stick with some some version of, of Bayern, draw no bet, double chances yes. are our official pick for this one. Absolutely. All right, next matchup, same day on the 11th, Benfica at home to Inter Milan. Benfica... Pretty sizable favorite here. They're plus 110 on the money line. Inter plus 260. Draw plus 245. Uh, if we're looking at a draw, no bet. Benfica minus 195. Inter plus 155. And Benfica minus 120 to advance. Inter minus 105. So pretty crazy number when you consider the split for these, this actual first leg matchup. Yeah, so uh, you, you didn't hit the disclaimer for this pod, Nick, but disclaimer, Nick and I picked Portuguese teams incorrect. We're about an impressively yeah. high clip. Yeah. Like 99.8% of the time we just completely cap a Portuguese team wrong. So that is our disclaimer here. With that said, that is an incredible line. I guess part of it's probably due to Inter's form, um, especially yes. in, in Serie A. They've they just dropped points to Salernitana, um, had that. Ugly match against Juve uh, in the Copa Italia. I think both teams picked up red cards. Yeah. Um, dropped points to Fiorentina. Uh, drew. They they barely got by Porto to to get yeah. here. Right. Like this wasn't yep. a a one nothing over two legs. Yeah, and they they really held on to that one nothing lead in the second leg and, and needed Porto to pick up a red card to really solidify it. So they kind of are limping into this one. Um, so it, it is really tough to to pick them. Yes. With that said. You know, Benfica were on a great run of form. Uh, I think they had they had won like eight or nine straight games, and then uh, this week they they lost a rival Porto two to one. So they need to bounce back. And this is a Tuesday game. That's a really short turnaround time. Luckily, they're at home. I think that might help them out a little bit. But again, if I'm putting money down here, I I'm putting money on the underdog. I'm going to go with Inter. Their offense has not been great of late. Terrible. Yep. But the fact that the books like this game to be under two and a half, pretty heavily i think bodes well for inter because that's gonna be the way that they win they're gonna beat benfica the same way that they're gonna have to beat porto over two legs which is we're gonna get one or two goals and we're just gonna frustrate the hell out of you and hope that we can hold on and and advance i think you're exactly right um i i think that we're gonna go with the same two bets here i mean draw no bet plus 155 is a good number um I, i would I would lay the minus 140 on a double chance. Uh, I think a draw away exactly suits Inter. Um, I don't necessarily love to give that number out as a as a lock or as a you know pick of the of the litter here, but um, 
I think it's a winning pick. And you know what? I'd rather give out a minus 140 winner than give out a loser or, or a push. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, you can also get creative. You know, we, we look at some of these like game parlays where you take one result and then you take a total in that. So if you wanted to go and, and take like a, a tire Inter Milan um, and under two and a half, that's plus 115. So I think it's it, you're probably pretty safe with the under two and a half in this one. Again, I don't really see this being a, a high scoring affair. Um, if you do and you do think there's going to be goals, look at the goal score props because there's a lot of juice in those. Maybe we can get to that in a little bit, Nick, but go ahead. Yeah, no, no, no. I was just going to say um, this. This screams to me as a team that scores first wins the game or controls the game very likely gets at, at I was going to say a point, um, but gets that draw advantage going into the the next round. Um, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know that Inter could come from behind in this one. I, I think they need to to scrape out a one nothing or a one one draw, heading back yeah. home. Yeah, and and so let's get into some of these goal score props because yeah. I think this one's kind of interesting. Um, if you like Inter to score, any of their guys to score, you're sitting at plus two forty or better. Wow. Um, so Latoro is the odds on favorite. He's sitting at plus two forty. Lukaku is next at plus two sixty. Jekko is plus 275. So any of those guys, if you are feeling any sort of way about them, you're going to get decent value. So for me, I'm probably looking more towards La Tauro at 100%. plus 240. No question. Um, I think when we get a little bit closer to the game, there will be the uh, to score or assist lines will come out. Yep. My guess is La Toro there will still be probably around plus 120, 20, plus 140-ish yep, in that range. Absolutely. <laughs> and the, the, the way that he plays in this team, this role, you know, he always has either Lukaku or, or Checo playing off of him. Who's going to start at TBD? And, but and what we've seen lately from this team is uh, Checo has been starting. Lukaku has been coming off the bench, and that's a little bit to do with fitness. I think a lot of it to do with form. Uh, yeah. I don't think either player has 90 minutes in them, uh, nor would they be risked for 90 minutes in this game. Uh, but that that's kind of what we're seeing. Lukaku, even though he has been beyond terrible in, in terms of finishing. Um, he, he certainly still carries a little bit of, of a presence up front and, you know, is hopefully going to allow Lotaro to get that space that he needs to make something happen. Do his thing. Yeah. Um, now, Nick, I, I need to tap you in as, as local Serie A expert here. Um, this is a game featuring a Portuguese club in Portugal. Yep. Referee shenanigans could be abound. Who do we have taking PKs for Inter these days? Um, so that's that's I think it's pretty fluid. Uh, we saw Lukaku take one last game and actually in the in the Copa against uh, Juve, the game you mentioned. I think uh, Lotaro pro- like game on the line, goal on the line. I think he probably will get the nod. Um, could maybe be Hakan if I don't know. I I mean I haven't seen too much consistency from them. It really depends because Inter's a team, especially um, as far as Italian teams go they rotate their squad way more than anybody else. So I I think it really depends on who's on the field. Okay, fair enough. Um, Now we'll give some shine to the Portuguese side. Goal scorers, Gonzalo Ramos is the uh, leader in the clubhouse here in odds at plus 185. Yeah, Mario at also plus 185. Again, the way that Inter's going to play, I don't know that I want to take any of these guys as anytime goal scorer. I mean, if they do get a goal, it feels like it's going to be something that comes off of a set piece. So in that regard, you're maybe looking at one of the defenders for Benfica here and just taking a a shot on them. But um, Rafa Silva, I think is another guy 
to score or assist is, is probably interesting because he's usually pretty much involved in, in all of their attacking buildup. So he's sitting at plus 350. Again, probably going to be around plus 160, 170 range yeah. for a score or assist. So keep an yeah. eye on that one. Um, we'll probably tweet those out because I, I think Nick and I are both in agreement. It sounds like that these are pretty interesting lines. So definitely make sure you're following us on Twitter at KicksPicksPod or at Nick Diani or at Scotty underscore KP. We'll make sure we get those out uh, once they're posted in the books. Yeah. And, and this just again, just to, to put a bow on the game. I mean, it almost screams to me is who, who's going to dominate wing play better. Who's going to control the ball a little more deep in that midfield. And whoever gets more counterattacks seems to me like they could be the one to, to kill this game off. So I, I think it's actually going to be a pretty fascinating tactical matchup. Agreed. Cool. So let's roll on to Wednesday, the 12th. Uh, we have Real Madrid at home taking on Chelsea. Um, just want to make sure I'm seeing this correctly. So Real is a minus 145 money line favorite. Chelsea plus 425. Um, draw no bet. Chelsea is plus 280. And then double chance for them. Plus 115. Uh, we have a Real to advance minus 250. Chelsea plus 195. Scotty. I don't really see a better bet than Real Madrid money line in this one. I know they faltered in their last league matchup, but that is on the heels of good Champions League performances. That is on the heels of them smashing uh, Barcelona in the local cup in, in Spain. Um, and Chelsea has been nothing short of a complete disaster. Yeah, Chelsea coming off a pretty bad loss to Wolverhampton. This match is by far the most lopsided in terms yes. of odds in the quarterfinals. So. Um, you're going to have to get creative here if you're, if you're gambling on it, but yeah, I agree. I mean, especially being in Madrid, I don't really see Chelsea having much of a chance here. Um, I would love to go on the spread and take a Real Madrid minus like one and a half, um, which is plus one ninety. Chelsea's defense has been decent. So there is a little bit of hesitation on my part there. Um, so I don't know that Madrid does go off and scores four or five goals like they did against Liverpool because Liverpool's defense has been terrible, but yeah. Even Real Madrid, minus one, that's plus 120. Um, like you said, I, I don't see a way that Chelsea get a result here in Madrid to open this off, especially with you know Lampard just getting in, involved now. Didn't have a whole lot of time against Wolverhampton. That didn't look great. We know the firepower that Madrid have, so they will punish Chelsea if they make mistakes. Minus one at plus 120 actually seems pretty decent. I, I don't see a way that that really loses, but yep. it could definitely be a, a one-goal differential, in which case you're not cashing. So yep. again, it little bit of risk tolerance here if you just want the, the money minus 145 isn't that heavy but i thought it'd be worse yeah it, it definitely could have been worse um but if you're pretty confident that this is going to be a pretty comfortable win for madrid minus one at plus 120 seems seems pretty okay for me yeah before we get into some of the players um i, I do want to get your thoughts on that over under so two and a half goals over minus 105 under minus 115 uh, you know again being a first leg, uh, knowing that Chelsea don't really score all that well, they're going to try their hardest to defend here. Um, you know, Real has been hit or miss, right? They can score three, four, five any given game. They've also had some stinkers. I was leaning towards this under at minus 115. What do you make of that? Yep, I think, I think if you're taking a total here, under two and a half is okay. Um, I think if I'm taking a total in general, I'm going to take an over one and a half team total for Madrid. I think that's minus 125 because I don't have any faith in Chelsea scoring. They've been pretty yep. poor. I guess they had a two or three match 
you know, boom, so to speak, uh, straddling the international break. But outside of that, it's been pretty dire up top for them. Um, so that seems a little safer to me, right? Like I, I can definitely see Madrid getting two goals in this one at minus 125. Yeah, you're not getting, you know, the minus 105 price for over two and a half total. But I think that's a, a decent trade off. And if there is going to be a game where Madrid blows out Chelsea, it seems like it'll be in this one where it's at home. Because if they get like a one or two goal lead, I don't know that they're going to come out guns blazing when they come to London in a week. Yeah. Uh, they don't need to. And they're still kind of battling in, in, in Serie or not Serie excuse me, in La Liga right now. So um, it, it doesn't seem like something that, you know, they're going to come and, and play conservative in this one and then just try to blast Chelsea away in the second leg. If, yeah. if anything, it'd be the other way around. Okay. So we got Benzema, Mr. Champions League. Uh, I mean, I don't know how, what else to call him. Uh, I think he had a four goal performance in the cup or three, four, something like that. Yep. At least three. Um, he's minus one ten. I mean, he's been pretty automatic in this competition. I don't know that I would necessarily advocate for this bet, but I certainly wouldn't uh, be mad if anybody took it or told me they were taking it or told me it was a lock. I think it's, you know, it's as automatic as anything else. Let's talk about our boy Vinny Jr. Sitting at plus 220. Love he it. is 100% the guy that we will wait for to score or assist a goal. He'll probably be even money. He might even be minus 110, minus 120. We're taking that bet all day long. I mean, we've Easy. been riding that bet for months, I Easy. feel like. Yeah, he's been cashing for us all Champions League long. Um, he's been cashing for us with the scoring to score assists, shots on target, you name it. He's been hitting on all cylinders in the Champions League. So, again, definitely going to go back to the well with this one. I mean, plus 220. He definitely seems like the kind of guy that is going to do well against the Chelsea team. He's got the pace. He's got the ball skills. He can get through on the that left wing and cause all sorts of problems. Yep. So, I definitely like that that pick here, um, no doubt. I don't know. Would you? There's lots and lots of Chelsea players to pick from right now. Yeah, so... Uh, with I'm that looking said, at maybe Felix plus 300 is as the best bet of the bunch. I don't know. Yep. That's who I was looking at. That's probably where I would go to. He's the one that's probably the only nailed on starter for this forward line as well. Um, if he starts, it's a big caveat because we don't know. It doesn't seem likely, but I love Hakeem Zayish. I think he's always been one of Chelsea's better performing wingers. He is kind of like Salah in a way where he can cut in from that right side. He has a great left foot and he can curl it from anywhere. He's also going to be a guy that's going to be taking free kicks if it's on the right side of the pitch and he's starting. So Hakeem, or, uh, Hakeem Zayash is plus 450. If he starts, I might try uh, a little a little dabble in that one um, just because yeah. the line is so good. And then weirdly enough, Tony Cruz at plus 700. I don't know. I mean... I've yeah. seen crazier things. He's not the most mobile guy. He's getting up there, but he, he can fire from, from deep um, as good as any midfielder that we have in Europe at this point. So yeah, um, even at plus 700, maybe it's one of those, you know, set pieces or, or a corner that kind of comes out to him at the top of the box and he takes a shot. I could yeah. see it. Numbers are short on a lot of guys here. I'm looking at like in particular, Luka Modric is plus 350. I mean, we've yep. seen games to score assists there as, for sure um, for him as recently as you know two or three rounds ago where he's like plus 700 plus 800 so i'm wondering why that number is is so short but um another guy that takes free kicks um takes some corner kicks so uh assist very very likely for a guy like modric yeah i think him to score assist in this one as well is it can be a, a bang online no doubt any other bets we like before we move on to the last game 
No, I think maybe my pick here, like I said, I really like Real Madrid team total minus 125. It's over yeah. one and a half. That seems pretty good. Um, and then if you really like Madrid, I think the minus one at plus 120 is is where I'd go if you're if you're rooting for an outcome. Yeah. And um, let's let's all just hope that money comes in on Chelsea and this Real Madrid line moves down just a little bit. I mean, if they're anywhere close to 130 minus 130, I'm, I'm just hammering that money line all day long. Yeah, for sure. Cool. And then the very last game, a little bit of home cooking here. Milan in Milan taking on Napoli. Very interesting matchup uh, for a number of reasons, but coming off of a absolute thrashing two weeks ago, uh, four nothing win for Milan. They, I mean, Napoli's very, very, very worst performance of the season by far in any competition. Um, it, it's it's going to make this pretty much must watch. I think this is almost the game of the, well, Bayern city probably still is, but um, just, just for the nuance here, you know, this, this is one of the the matchups that we'll have to, you know, keep your eyes glued on Um, Milan plus plus one eighty five, Napoli plus one sixty draw to plus two thirty. Scott, we have never seen Napoli at plus money. Certainly not plus one sixty this entire year. I'm talking about, we have to go back to like October to get a number like this. Yeah, this feels like there's a, a Scott counterpart working at the books right now. That's looking at that for nothing result and thinking very emotionally and setting the lines according to that, because all season long, Napoli is far and away been the better team of Milan. Um, again, we've talked about Milan's defense in recent episodes. It's been better. And it's, it's definitely been kind of their, their strong point since, you know, February or so. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry, just to, while you're on that point, coincides with Manyang being back healthy, right? The second he came back, the, the confidence level just skyrocketed for this team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I, I think that's where we're seeing these lines come from. With that said, I mean, look, the smart play 100% is Napoli draw no bet, minus 120. Beyond that, I, I have to tape Napoli at plus 160 just on principle. It's, it's such yeah. a crazy number for them. It's not even like, I guess, Yes, they're the away team, but this isn't really like an away game in a Champions League sense where you're traveling into a different country or, yep. or whatever. You're 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 going down the sleeping road sleeping at to... home the night before. Correct. So <laughs> I, I this this line just seems like it's a function of two things that I don't really believe exists. And the function of those things is Napoli away. Yes, I guess it's technically is an away game, but not really in the sense of a Champions League away match. And two, this four-nothing win, I'm gonna go ahead and call a bit of an aberration. I bet you even yes. most Milan fans would claim claim that's an yes. aberration. So I, I'm going to forget about that entirely. I'm just going to take Napoli plus 160. Again, the smart play is probably minus 120 draw no bet because you, with Milan's defense, you never know. Yep. But I can't pass up a, a Napoli plus 160. And, and I don't know that Osimhen will be playing in this game. I know he's hurt. Um, I haven't seen the reports if he'll be fit or not. Um, but but to your point, even about that Milan 4 nothing victory, listen, dominating performance, Liao looked electric tonali probably had his best game of the season uh brahim diaz they just dominated the midfield and that's not something you associate with anybody playing against napoli that's been a super strength of napoli all year um but are they going to get that those performances again that's that's going to be tough to see uh especially you know you have to give spalletti credit he's he's ran this competition to this point he's he's ran the league to this point um I th- I almost think Milan would have fared better if the result wasn't so emphatic the first time. They around. definitely would have. Yeah, hundred percent. So um, uh, you know, I I think we went on our podcast 
um, before that matchup as we were previewing it and said the same thing. This is almost, in my eyes, the worst possible matchup for Napoli just because of the way the schedule played itself out, the the familiarity, the fact that um, you know Napoli was, no matter what, no matter how much more superior we believe them to be or how they've been this year, you're never going to catch Milan by surprise. Uh, and, and that, I think, works against them a little bit in this matchup. But then Milan went out and won 4 nothing, and now I'm like completely reversing that in my own head. Yeah, and I think that's totally fair. But let's talk now the total because Milan 4 nothing win in, in recent history. We know Napoli's offense, even with or without Oshiman. We saw them without Oshiman not miss yep. a beat in the beginning of the season. Yeah, The total so two, at over 2.5 two two is plus 115. Under 2.5 is minus 140. So books really think that this is going to be a one Oh one, one type game. Yeah. Do you see that? Or do you think there's going to be some more goals that the, the books are not seeing right now? Uh, so it checks all the boxes for why this number is this way, right? Two teams familiar with each other. Check first leg of a two leg matchup. Check um, classic Italian style type teams that, you know, for better or worse, right or wrong. That's still kind of a, a factor when putting these odds together. Check. Star striker for Napoli out, potentially. Check. Milan hasn't had a goal from one of their forwards in what feels like a month or two months. Check, right? So um, everything there tells me, yeah, minus 140, absolutely, under, no doubt about it. But it goes back to the Napoli money line number for me. The last time you would get an over two and a half in any capacity involving Napoli at plus money, we have to go back months. So how do you not take advantage of it when it's right in front of you? Yeah, no, I agree. And I think you have to. Um, the telling moment, I think, in this match will be who scores first. Uh, right now, the books have it as a, as a toss-up. I think Milan is plus 105, Napoli minus 110. I, I think if if Napoli score first, this game's going over 100%. Because Milan yeah. have to come out. They can't let Napoli take a, a lead back, back to... Home back home yep. and have to chase that lead in the second leg. So if Napoli score first and they score in that first half, I think this game is a dead lock for over. Yep. If Milan score first, it's the exact opposite. They're going to sit back. They're going to say, we got it. Like our worst case scenario here is maybe we go into the second leg even, and we have to get a result on the road. So that's really where I think this game is going to like hinge on is like who gets that opening goal. Yeah. And that's going to completely dictate what we see in the in the rest of the game, whether that's happens in the first half or the second half, we'll see. But um, I think that's going to be the the all telling point of, of this match. Yeah. And I think we have to talk about the two. I, I agree with you. Sorry. Let me say that before I move on. We have to talk about the two star wingers in this game because we have Liao, who just played one of the best games of his life and one of the best games of the season. And then you have Cavaradona, who had probably his worst game since he's been an Apple player. Um, so do we anticipate that being a repeat or does Leal come back down to earth a little bit? And does Kavara make the adjustments that Napoli fans believe he can make? Yeah. Well, the books see them both having basically the same opportunity of scoring here. Leal is plus 230. Anytime goal score, Kavara Dona is plus 240. I think for this one, I mean, to me, Kavara, when I'm when I'm if his line is anywhere near what Vinny Jr.'s line is, like I'm taking it. And that's kind yes. of where we're at right now. Yep. So no doubt. Kavara, anytime goal scorer or to score assists, I think is going to be a, 
a must pick here. Um, I th- especially if, if Oshiman is out, he's going to be the, the focal point of their attack. And like we said, we've seen Napoli have success, even when Oshiman has sat out in, in scoring yeah. goals and creating opportunities. So I don't think it's, you know, ruins his chances by any means with, if Oshiman is sitting in this one. So um, I definitely think Far is going to show up in this one. Um, I think he's going to have one or two moments where, you know, it's, what got him his moniker, like Maradona moniker, where he's going to just you know play out of his mind and, you know, create something, um, whether or not that something results in a goal, you know, remains to be seen, but I like his odds here. Uh, I think that's definitely gonna be something that we end up tweeting out, you know, as a, as one of our picks for, for Wednesday. Um, Leal, yeah. I feel like, you know, it, I don't watch Leal week in and week out. So let me caveat with that. The games that I've watched, he's either on and, incredible and looks like the next you know 80 100 million pound or, or euro transfer that's going to come out of, of of Serie A and then there's games where he just doesn't show up like I don't see him yep. on the pitch he yep. just disappears and you kind of raise your eyebrow like really this is the guy that was rumored yep. to go to Chelsea or is rumored to go to Madrid or whatever um, yeah. so that's all it, true that's all so, true. Yeah. you're, you're 100% right but but what I would say as a counterpoint is who else is going to score for Milan at this moment? So if you look I'm back, I'm going to tell you it's Giroud because that dude just shows up in Champions League whenever he's out there. But here's the thing: he doesn't show up ever when I bet on him to score. <laughs> okay, so so don't bet on him to score then, because then <laughs> and might, then then so we, basically <laughs> I have the power to not only put this game into an over, but to have Milan get a result by you should just by not betting Giroud to score. Holding that ransom over your your favorite Milan fans' heads. Just say, I listen, I'm going to place a wager on Giroud unless you place a wager for me on something else. I like it. That's how I you make like money it. in this game. So, uh, no, I mean, that's that's kind of where I'm sitting, right? So, in the last game we talked about it. Liao had two goals. Brahim Diaz had a goal. Alexis Salamakers had a goal. I think his first goal in like a fucking year. Um, these are all midfielders. Every single guy, right? So, Giroud has been pretty ineffective. Uh, Ibra's probably hurt. Uh, Ante Rebic has been coming off the bench. That's not a guy I'm banking on to score nope. a goal. No, Origi, for as much as we talked Watch about it. him this year, no, Easy. But let's let's be let's call it what it is at this point. We both expected better from him this year. Fitness has been an issue. He he hasn't gotten the playing time. Uh, he played 25 minutes last game. Can't tell you the last. I think he has one goal this year, maybe two. Um, That's, so Champions League was when he does his best work, though, Nick. Listen, I'm not knocking his talent. He's not going to play, though. That's the show up in big games. So that's kind of my point. Who else possibly is going to score a goal for this Milan team? Yeah. Um, I I think Liao has to be the guy if you're taking somebody. Yeah. I mean, I I like Brahm Diaz as well, but I think that's a lot of of pressure to, or not pressure, but that's a lot of hope to put on, you know, a midfielder scoring in this one. So, um, what's what's, what's the difference in odds between Diaz and and Liao? Is it close? I got okay. I got Brom Diaz at plus three twenty. Leao is at plus two thirty. Yeah, I mean, not enough that I'm gonna no. take Diaz. No, that's fair. But yeah, I mean, point is taken. Um, again, that's probably why the that's probably the same logic that got the the total to be under two and yeah. a half at minus one. And, and what I'll say, we I mean, let's assume Giovanni Simeone is going to be the guy starting in the middle for Napoli. Plus two eighty is not a bad number. Nope. You could definitely roll with that. That's one of those um, ones where you wait for the lineup to come out. Definitely. And and certainly, you know, if you think they're going to win, which we do. If you think they're going to score two goals, which I think we do. Um, yeah. he, good player to have. Yep. And maybe we'll close it out. So we, we both love Napoli money line plus 160. I think that's 
the yes. official pick. If you want to get crazy, you want to take Napoli money line and over one and a half. That's plus two fifty. So uh, that may be the, you know, how 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 much are you willing to risk type of of wager? Yeah. Do you see? I mean, if Napoli wins, is it well one nothing win? I guess it's theoretically possible. It could be. It's not. It's it not be. out. Of Again, this, this is. I still maintain this is the the toughest match of all of them to handicap. The toughest match that Napoli could have asked for. I think. Of any of these, this one's going to be the most dependent on the second leg, especially yeah. if if uh, OC Men is back and healthy. Yeah. All right. So money line plus one sixty. Napoli money line plus one sixty. Yeah. That's the and again, pick. guys, uh, listen to everything that we just said, telling you why you maybe wouldn't pick that. Anytime Napoli, this particular Napoli this year is offered at this number, you take it. You don't think about it. It, it just is what it is. Yeah, you don't feel bad about it if it doesn't hit. If it comes out as a 1-1 draw, that's all right because you were just one Kvaradona moment away from cashing that plus 160. No doubt. Have to take it. All right. Well, boys and girls, that will wrap up our quarterfinals preview. As Scotty said, definitely be sure to follow all of us on Twitter. We will be posting some of these plays in real time. Uh, If you haven't, give a listen to the Futures episode. Please do that. We'll be back again for this next week. So uh, please, guys, all, all retweets, reviews, shares, much appreciated. Let's make some money and catch you guys this weekend.